Hello everybody, we are here for Tuesday Talks and today we have an amazing soul, an entrepreneur and a transformational coach called uh, JP. Uh, JP is a transformational coach focusing on mindset and habits. Uh, let's get uh, JP on here. I see you there JP, let me invite you. Hello, how are you doing JP? Hey Z, how are you doing man? I am doing fantastic, fantastic. Thank you very much for uh, taking the time out and coming on to Tuesday Talks. Yeah, it's a pleasure and an honor to be with you. I appreciate what you're doing. I love your guest list and it's pretty fascinating. No, thank you very much. Thank you very much uh, for, for hopping on here as well. Um, so I've done a very short introduction for you, but you're, not, you're the best person to expand onto it and let us know uh, who you are, uh, what you do. And the biggest question that will start all this will be, you know, why do you do it, JP? Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, my name is JP. I'm a transformation coach. I help people unbound some boundaries. Uh, the reason I did it, it started out like I think everyone, we do the work on ourselves and then it feels so good that we start helping other people. And we want other people to experience the same thing that we've experienced, right? So, I went through maybe a, a decade-long battle with chronic pain, and <clears throat> I think um, it's safe to say words like neuroplasticity and epigenetics might uh, resonate with your, your group. So people like Dr. Joe and Bruce Lipton come to mind as some of the teachers and mentors that helped me along my way. And so I was going through this decade of chronic pain and this dark night of the soul and all of a sudden, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And Dr. Joe Dispenza, for me, was that teacher. And he just started telling me about, like, his story. And his story resonated so much. So what happened with me, <clears throat> I have a spinal schwannoma in my, in my uh, tumor in my spine. And it just caused it so that breathing, coughing, laughing, sneezing, all of these things were just constant pain. And I was at a point, I was taking, like, 33 pills a day. I remember being 35 years old and I was at a birthday party in a mobility scooter and a friend of mine said, you don't look so good. And I said, I'm waiting around to die at 35. And so fast forward about five years, my son was about to turn five and I started to say, you know what, I'm, I'm not doing this for the rest of my life. I was turning 40, he was turning five and he deserves much better. His whole life, all he ever saw was me just sitting there in a wheelchair, oh, my back hurts, wake up in pain all day long. So I found Dr. Joe, I heard his story, and he, he got hit by a truck, and he reconstructed his spine by himself in his mind. And that's the first time I ever experienced something about mind and body connection. And my whole life, I was just grew up with a fixed mindset. And I didn't even know what a growth mindset was. I thought, okay, here's your job. Here's your house, your wife, your 2.5 cars, your 2.5 kids, your 2.5 dogs. And you retire when you're 65 and you're supposed to be happy about it. And take what you get and don't be picky, right? And so no one ever taught me, and I don't blame anyone, right? That's just the way they were raised too. So no one ever taught me that you can create it all yourself. And so once I found Dr. Joe, then I found Mind Valley and Vision and all these things, just so much learning and knowledge kept coming my way. And things that I used to like, I stopped liking. Like I used to watch sports addictively, like come home, turn it. I thought everyone did it, right? <laughs> and uh, 
so then all of a sudden that kind of went to the side and other things that I do um, now enjoy that I never even thought of before, like just space, reading nonfiction books and all sorts of stuff. And so the Dr. Joe and Vision kind of came together in my life at the perfect time. And then when COVID came around, it was like, wow, all these tools that I've been learning have all come together perfectly at this time. And now I'm ready to go into COVID knowing I'm going to come out of it way better. Wow. I, I, I love this story. Thank you very much for, for sharing this and sharing the vulnerabilities there as well. Right. So it's, it's an amazing journey already. Uh, and I had lots of things that I'm not even aware of myself. So I'm learning as I am listening to you myself as well, but, but hearing the journey that, you know, cause I literally saw you earlier walking. Cause when we did this little test, I'm like, what, what's happening here then? <laughs> So I was like, oh, wow, you know, so, so being on wheelchair and being in pain 24 hours for for just simple thing, uh, laughing, right? It's a simple thing that nobody actually pays attention to, you know, it's, it's a thing that you want to do and you, you're in pain. So anything you want to do, you're thinking of the pain first, which is then restricting you. Uh, and I love the, the fact that you also touched upon, you know, the, the fixed mindset uh, that, that gets given to us it's this we we when we come into this world we don't have a fixed mindset we already have a growth mindset right if you if you uh, you said you got you know you you got a five-year-old if you observe your five-year-old you will see that uh, he already has a growth mindset because he's always looking into what's what's next in life oh let me touch this what does this thing do what does that thing do can i do this can i uh, stand up can i crawl that side can, you know that's the growth mindset because you're just trying things out and something you like, something you don't like. So you you will do it. That's what you're learning. Uh, but society, as we're getting older, you know, just kinds of gives us this well-developed package. You're like, oh, this is it. This is the box. Take this box with you and just just work. work. Everything which is what you need is in this box. Just work with this box now, right? Uh, at a certain point, you will take this item out of it. And at a certain point, you will take this item out of it. And you don't need to look anywhere else. Just keep looking in the box, right? When, um, and then at one point, what happens is you, you're consumed by that box that you are in it. You know, physically you're in, in that box yourself because you're not, you don't see anything. Your vision is tunnel vision. Uh, because as you said, you, you think that's what we need to do. You come home, put the TV on, watch sports. Uh, you know, uh, I love Formula One. So I, I, I watch Formula One. It's, it's been, as you said, it's, it's less and less now because you're like, okay, I've got other better things to do it's not it, this is not the only thing right it is great to now hear that you know that you decided to pivot and you were ready for COVID as well because you were already in that growth mindset you were prepared for it uh so take us through that journey of uh that pivotal moment when uh dr joe came in in your life and vision so and and you were you know pivoting what was that journey like? Obviously, there's, I'm sure there was lots of ups and downs that everybody had. Uh, what kept you going? Yeah, right. So definitely my kids and my wife and my family, right? That's where you want to go. And once I started listening to his story and the way he was just a normal guy, right? And he's healing like people and blind people seeing and tumors disappearing. That was probably one that was like, oh, tumors disappearing. I have a tumor. And he said something really powerful was like, stop like giving your power away. And I would say, you know what? That's what I'm doing. I go to the doctor. He's been to school for to be a doctor. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. He must know everything, right? But really, 
the diagnosis is just a diagnosis. It's not a long-term prognosis, right? And so he's basing it off everyone he's seen before, and I'm not that person. Like, he doesn't know anything about me. So um, meditation was huge. He doesn't call it meditation, but meditation was was probably the biggest one. And just simple things, right? There's a, I still do it today. There's a list of about 10 things, like journaling, meditation, fasting, reading, writing, um, exercise is huge, right? So I went from that mobility scooter and yesterday I ran 13 kilometers in the morning as the sun came up. Wow. That, that, that's, that's, a, that's amazing you know, to, to run that 13 kilometers uh, and, and the pivots that you just shared there. I've, I've, I, you know, this, the, the mindset that I wanted to touch upon that everybody, you know, they, they look at the physical body like that they they want to fix that and, and do this but they the even the people who exercise and think they're fit and everything but one part of the muscle of the body muscle that nobody pays attention to is the is the mind is the brain uh which is we can create anything and cure anything if if it's if we like and and you know you're you're as you're mentioning that i've heard stories like that people have actually cured themselves out of uh you know, life-threatening illnesses. There, there, there's a person that uh, I actually know personally, uh, and she was told that she had about a year or two to live uh, for some 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 disease that she had. But she was like, "Nope, I'm not having that," uh, and went into exactly what you say. You know, meditation, journaling, exercise, and all that stuff. And before, she's still alive. You know, right. <laughs> you know, it's it's been seven, eight years now that I know her. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's, 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 you know, it's there. So it's all about the mindset, right? It's, it's a case of, right, if you have a thought uh, and you're, as you say, you're not giving your power away, you are, yeah, you, you can go there and get your, get your consultation done, get your feedback that is needed so you actually know what is actually happening. But once you know these things, you are able to conduct all those things yourself uh, in terms of, yeah, if there is medication needed, maybe you need to do that because you need to boost uh, your immune system and all that stuff. But actually, you can help yourself with that immunity as well uh, by your mindset, right? It's, if, you, if your mindset is strong enough, your, your world is actually happier. That, you, know, you're, you know, when people are looking at other people's grass and you say, oh, yeah, that grass is greener. Gra- grass is always greener on the other side because you're not looking at, you're not watering your own grass. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just water it and it would be green right right yeah i look at um, my screensaver <clears throat> it's a wayne dyer quote and it says like if you change the way you look at things the things you look at will change and it's just so true like i don't know how much change i don't even know if the tumor is still there like dr joe says it exists in the old personality right and the biggest thing for me that was like the aha moment was when he says your personality creates your personal reality. And so I was thinking, wait a minute, is that true? Yeah, it's kind of true. I'm like a miserable person. I'm always in pain. I'm complaining. I'm a victim. And so that's creating my world. And so like once you flip the script and switch that around, now everything changes. Now I'm responsible for me and everything is a result of me. I, lo- I love this. I love this. So how's the journey now that you are uh, helping everybody else uh, do that transmutative, transmutative journey as well. Um, take us through a, a, an example, if you'd like to share, of what would it look like 
for for somebody if you want to reach out to you. Sure. So um, and let me just back up a little bit. So what happened? I started donating blood. That was my way of generating abundance where I couldn't find abundance. And I thought, well, how am I going to do this? So I started donating blood that led to volunteering. And so what I did, I started volunteering to help people with chronic pain, men who had depression because I had depression and anxiety because of it. And so the feeling you get from helping those people just grows and grows and grows. And then so when coaching came along, it was like, oh, this is a perfect fit. So now today, what do we do? There's one big philosophy I have, and it's like 90 days at a time. I have a tool I use with clients called the N90 protocol. And N just is next. So it's the next 90 protocol. And so what are we going to do for the next 90 days? Because what I found out is that 90 days is the perfect measurement. And it's not too, too long a period of time that you're wasting a lot of time if it doesn't work out. But it is a, a perfect amount of time where you can figure out if something's worth pursuing. You can also measure the results that you're getting. And then you can make the adaptations and changes. So whatever it is, you start small, right? Journal for 90 days, meditate for 90 days, whatever it is. And after 90 days, you're going to start going in a certain direction. It might not be the direction that you thought of at the very beginning. And like the hill isn't straight up, right? You kind of zigzag and figure out things along the way. And so that's one of them. Another one I use is called my five. And if you know Jim Rohn, he says, you become the five people that you hang out with the most. Mm -hmm. And so what I found is during the lockdown, um, those volunteer groups I'm talking about had to go online. And so there was a bunch of people who were isolated and they didn't have any family. They didn't have anyone with them and they were struggling a lot. And so I developed this tool called MyFi based off of that saying. And the idea is that you don't have to have like your mom, your aunt, your uncle to come and all your friends to come and be your five. You can go on YouTube and watch five mentors for 12 minutes a day. So one hour a day. And if you did that for 90 days or even one month, you're going to learn a lot about something. So let's say Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, Wayne Dyer, Zichang Khan, and JP <laughs> Horgan, right? And so you watch videos about these people and you start to learn about whatever that process is. And it will either take you to explore that further or you go, okay, that's not for me. But the idea is like, if you have a Tony Robbins in your ear every day or a Tom Bilyeu in your ear every day, that you're going to get better. And it's just sky's the limit. I actually, I actually love this uh, and in terms of the N90 because, you know, uh, as, they, as they also say, it, it takes 90 days to build a habit as well, right? So by the end of 90 days, you're, you're happy with that habit and your, your body is kind of already attuned to what you're trying to do now, right? Because it's like, okay, this is now happening. I'm going to automatically just switch on to this. Let's say, for example, if you're not an early person, but you decided to wake up early, morning yes yeah, difficult in the in the beginning uh you know you've got your alarm and all the stuff but there comes a point that your body then automatically just wakes up in the morning now right and it's like oh yeah because you've been doing it for let's say 40 60 days already uh, and 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 the last 30 is it's just like okay let, let me just support this person now that is is trying to do uh, and that's what it is right and i i love the fact that okay yeah listen to the other inspirational people out there you know for for 12 minutes it's, it's not a lot i mean that's 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 you know that's uh quite easy to do uh, and, and yeah a lot of people uh i think it was tough 
during during the the pandemic and covid uh, people who who had no one and it was new for them where they just had to be indoors and could not do anything you know you can watch tv so much uh and then you you even you get bored out of the tv like what's next <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you can only watch so many netflix shows before you start getting bored of it right and so yeah it becomes a it's kind of like just training a muscle or just um exercising right like you train it up but you can do that with your mind as well right and so one thing you just reminded me when you said about changing your time you wake up is like i was at a point where i would wake up and be like yeah just go back to sleep i'm sure lots of people do it right like it's nice and warm let's just stay under the cover and like so a thing that i've learned and it's definitely not for everybody but i tell my mind to shut up all the time like those runs that i tell you i go on it's like every other day and every time we've been doing this for like 4 years now and still my mind was like you can't do this you can't finish this you're not going to be able to do that and it's like shut up but and every time you still finish it right so it's just like mind over matter and like your brain just wants you to keep you safe so knowing how your brain works these kind of things help you because now you can not do a end around but you can say okay well my brain's just trying to do what it does I don't really want to stay in bed. I would rather feel better if I get up and go for a run, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually that that's actually a good point there, right? Because uh, um, the brain will always try to do the default thing. It's trying to protect you. It's trying to be like, oh no, just you know, takes you back to the comfort zone that is so familiar to it. Um, but no fault of the brain. Brain loves pattern. That's that's all it is. And, and the way it loves it because. it can then make sense of things that is happening around it right and it loves a continuity as well so if you've been doing something or if you've been taking one uh so let's say if you walk to the work or office or whatever and and you take one same street every time as soon as you change uh your direction your your brain's in a panic mode right and it'll be like where where are we going are we are we lost and you know it will come up with all these things and the next day it will actually slow you down because it might not want to wake up because you will think i don't know if you're going to the office in the same route or the new route so it's it's like i'm not too sure so i'm going to just tell you to sit home today right and and, and that's what the feeling you get i'm like yeah i don't want to do this right uh, i think i'll just stay home yeah and it's not that it's like that you want to it just feels familiar because that's what you've always done right it's like what's that book or that you know the hero's journey for like um Joseph Campbell where like you leave the ordinary world you hear a call and then you refuse the call and then you get him and so that's the ordinary world but then once you leave that ordinary world it feels uncomfortable but you grow through it and then eventually it's like I wouldn't have it any other way like my old story my victim story I wouldn't change it for a second I love this love this so uh t- take us through uh obviously what what your routine is now at the moment because you you said you you do your meditation uh and journaling and all that stuff uh what what do, what does your day look like uh at the moment i'm sure, sure. it varies every time but uh if you had to uh, what's the perfect day looks like yeah yeah the the very the beginning is pretty much the same so the first thing definitely i open my eyes and just say thank you thank you thank you three times i go through my affirmations list I go through um segment intending kind of like what I have to do that day, who do I have to meet, where I'm going and I send love and light to all those people and all those situations. I've already been in this meeting. <laughs> um 
And then I, after I do that, I roll out of bed, do some push-ups, do a little sit-up routine, go downstairs, read. And I love the fact that my kids come down and see me reading every morning. I think it's so beneficial for them. And then uh, once they get ready for their day, I kind of do a bit of journaling, a bit of writing, and then get to it. Whatever has to be done. Some days, like you said, are different than others. Um, however the calendar looks that day. Uh, that, that's actually good. And is there a routine for closing down your uh, day as well? Is it similar? Yeah, it's very similar. It's uh, So I meditate in the morning and then at nighttime I'll meditate again and then I'll go through those same affirmations. And I find the way you go to sleep at night is the way you wake up. And so if you're ever thinking like distracting thoughts or negative thoughts and crisis or whatever if that's how you go to bed at night you're going to wake up that feeling that same thoughts and so we try to switch it around and put those affirmations to work and i actually, actually you know what i do auto hypnosis too um just listen to these these audios i don't know there's a guy named michael seeley and there's another youtube channel called progressive hypnosis and it's just a calming nice little go to sleep oh, that's that's actually nice uh, and i'll uh, people listening to 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 it now recommend to to check it out because it, actually what I've noticed and you're 100 percent correct there uh, the way if we if we had taken our worries with us to to sleep to you know uh, and that's where you you wake up all panicky sometimes you don't go to sleep properly when people say oh I'm not I'm, I didn't sleep well and it's just because your your brain was trying to fix all those problems while you were trying to rest it was working all all that time and then when it was working you woken up tired already even though you were in bed for let's say five six hours right and you wake up tired and it's just because your brain's on overdrive trying to fix everything before you wake up uh it came up with all the scenarios of whatever that problems you were thinking of right the day will bring and then just wanted to expand on to that the problems are only there if you think they, they are problem. I mean, I've, I've removed the word problem uh, from my vocabulary. There is no, there are no problems out there. It's only challenges and obstacles. And what challenges and obstacles trigger my brain is with uh, my mindset would be: is if it's a challenge, it can be overcome. If it's an obstacle, that can over be overcome as well, right? Uh, so I'm not a mathematician, so I'm not looking at a problem. So I'm not problem needs to be solved, right? <laughs> so uh, whereas challenges and obstacle. Uh, I can overcome. So I am uh, taking charge of it and seeing how can I overcome it now? So my brain is al already like thinking, okay, what's, what is this? And let's look at it and overcome it. What is the way around it? Uh, as you said, if, if I'm climbing the hill, what, what rocks I need to step on to see, uh, you know, this, the, that rock doesn't slip, right? Yeah, no, it's perfect. It's, um, it's a good way to look at it, right? Because it, one will automatically throw you into a certain mode and instead of reacting it's like okay let's figure out how to fix this challenge obstacle opportunity instead of if it's a problem then oh okay right away your your mind is going the wrong way yeah no, it, it, exactly exactly so i i, I tend to you know I've, I've removed that word already so if if i'm conscious about saying this here if i hear it as well uh, I, I, when I'm repeating that word, I, I change. I never say, 
and there was a problem to it. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a challenge or an obstacle, which then I, my brain recognizes and I, I'll try to overcome it and map it out. I mean, I, I love that, you know, I have a blueprint that I, I live by. So it's, it's a design of where I see myself and, you know, where I want it to be and how it should look like. Now, that's not going to 100% happen, right? If, if it's that ever be, but it's a blueprint of, what it should look like, right? Uh, let's say uh, when, when, you, when you're building a house, you get a, an architect to design, a, do a blueprint of that house, right? So at that house, then he shows you the blueprint and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we want the windows here, the door here, electric outlets are here and back door is going to be there. The garden should look like this. That is just on paper at the moment, right? And then you get the other people that come around and build that for you. And that's where that's where the obstacles and challenges come along, right? Because you might not have the right tools. You, they might not have the right tools. The tools they need are not available, uh, or or the materials are not available. So all that happens, right? And that's that's the part of the life that you go with. But you have the blueprint there still, right? If you want to, once whilst you're on that journey, you can make alterations now according to what's in front of you. Uh, what are your thoughts onto that? Yeah, I love the idea of the blooper, right? Because if something's not working or you change your mind down the road, you can kind of just erase it. You know what? I want the bathroom to look bigger. Or I want to move this over here. And so, yeah, the blueprint is a great a great way to look at it. It's not. It doesn't keep you stuck in a box, right? You can jump outside the box and switch it up however you want. I think um, a part of, I guess we're all peak performers. And a part of that is just, the consistency of doing the same thing over and over again. Like there's a lot of boredom in it, right? It sounds fascinating in a quick five minute talk, but it's not, it's just everyday consistent, small steps. But the thing about them is they stack and they stack and they stack. And so I think it's, it's super important. And like, note, like when we see all ourselves and our mentors that it's not all great while they're on stage or whatever they look so, but then they go back, they have a normal life. They got situations and challenges. The work that we do is when nobody's watching, right? Those hours that you put in at the gym or whatever it is, cooking class or whatever you're trying to do, writing, whatever your craft is, the hours that nobody sees, that's what separates you from everyone else. I agree with that 100%. I agree with that. So what was, uh, obviously, uh, you said you read a lot. So what books would you currently recommend to the viewers uh, and listeners who are watching us now? Yeah, I got two right here that I'm reading right now at the same time. This is the one from all those coaches. The oh, you got a printed version. Yeah. And then this is a circle way. This is if you want to ever do group coaching, this is the manual. This is the way to go. Um, it just teaches you how to manage. Like part of being a group coaching is that you're not separate from the group. It's a circle. You're all one piece of it. And uh, so that's the manual. But yeah, you got books like Think, Think and Grow Rich that you keep reading over and over again. So it's probably time to read that one again. Uh, Mandela, A Long Walk to Freedom is a really good one because it seems to be a metaphor for not only his life, but my life as well. I like that, that. Those are a very good recommendation. And the, the, the one you had, The Soup for Soul, that's actually good. I'll, I'll be looking at it, uh, but I couldn't find the printed version. 
Yeah, I think it depends on the country you live in. I know there's different codes for different countries. Yeah, yeah, there's only a Kindle version uh, in the UK. So I was like, okay, I can't can't get that because I don't have the Kindle and I don't want to download a Kindle app. (laughs) So so, uh, so I'll wait until it comes on Audible. Yeah, maybe you're going to write a story in in the second one. There's a second and third one underway right now. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, um, Yeah, yeah, who knows? Fingers crossed. Let's see. Um, so t- take us through a little bit more on to, you know, since since you now taken all these steps and you've come across, as, uh, as I sometimes like to put it, that you've seen the bridge and you've crossed the bridge. You know, a lot of people see the bridge and they're like, I do not know what's on the other side because the bridge seems very long, you know, and, and, as, and as you were saying, it's the consistency that kept, keeps you on that bridge and you want, and once you carry on going, you come on the other side. Uh, obviously, yeah, on the way you meet your coaches, mentors, uh, peers, uh, some people who are also on the same journey, but maybe a few, few meters ahead of you, some are now behind you uh, that you are helping with. So how was it when you came on the other side and you were like, okay, I've crossed the bridge. Uh, you know, I, I can already see on your face that there was a joy, right? So it was, take us through that. Uh, what did it, what did that felt that moment yeah it's a catch-22 it's it's kind of because this this happens and then all of a sudden you realize that your same friends that they didn't change I changed and now I'm it's harder to relate so that's the one side of it that at first it gets a little it's difficult but it gets easier over time um, because you're just playing in a different pond and it's nobody's fault so then the other side of that is like yeah now I have the I took back the power, like we talked about earlier, right? So now I have the power and I know how to show you how to do it. Like we know in coaching that um, you've got to hold the client's vision for them until they can step into it. But I know for sure that I can do that because of my personal experience. It's not because of anything I read in a book. It's based on my own measurements, my own experience. And now I can share that with other people. And so right now, we're actually working with a couple of other coaches and we formed a a company called clear coaching concepts. And we're doing a virtual event that's coming out in October 6th, 7th, 8th and 9th. And so that's just one Avenue where like we talk about all the time, what we focus on expands. And so that's just getting bigger and bigger. It started out as one-on-one coaching. It's gone into group coaching. Now we're going through live event coaching and it's just, Hopefully going to have in-person coaching by this time next year. Oh, wow. In-person live events, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally understand. got it. Yeah, wow. So that's that's an amazing journey there uh, already. And and so, you know, to go through one-to-one to the group and uh, virtual uh, and then so in person. So I can, I can already see it's, it's, you have that little blueprint there already, right? So you're following a blueprint of that, uh, of your own program. Which is which is amazing. Which is also, you know, what I'm hearing uh, in this uh, is that you are celebrating the small successes, right? The small wins that you you have. Uh, yeah, there there is a, there is a macro that you have your eyes on. Yep, that's what it is. But all those all the way once once you're getting that, uh, you know, one to one group coaching and, and and so forth. So those are your small wins that you are celebrating until the the big one will happen which is uh, i'm sure you want to do is it's the live in person events right 
Right. Yeah, that's the goal right now for sure. And like you said, it's just uh, the small wins, right? And so it's important to acknowledge yourself for those little wins. I don't, I don't mean to say you just sit there and be in the glory. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. Take a little quick look back at how far you came and then keep going forward. But it is important for just for dopamine, just for keep going, for motivation, for creativity to just celebrate those small wins along the way. Otherwise, it just seems so far out that a lot of people would just fall off the cliff and quit before they get up there. <laughs> I love the fact that you added that it's gonna fall off the cliff. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's. I mean, I don't I don't do a lot of uh, hill climbing, but I, I've what I've seen uh, when when the people are climbing up, you know, when, when they take those little breaks, that is basically, yeah, in a case, in a way, they're resting because they need to recharge their muscles. You know, like, okay, give them a rest, but they are also celebrating how far they come up on the hill, right? Because they are looking back down and like, okay, we, we've we've climbed quite a lot and, and then celebrating that, which also then, as you said, dopamine to then continue uh, and, and gives yourself that rest of, uh, I mean, I like to call it the me time uh, also, you know, to take that, you know, yeah, as you said, you know, don't, don't sit in your glory and all that stuff, but you can take that five minutes of your me time, right? Okay. Sit, sit somewhere, get yourself uh, whatever, drink that you wanted to fix yourself you know get yourself the drink or or whatever that is take that walk that you prefer to take if if you like walking you know do that whatever that is just for yourself whilst you are looking back and and saying okay this is what i've done because a lot of people uh, i mean and there's nothing wrong with it will do this exercise on paper right sitting down on a desk and yeah and looking back at it and you say oh yeah yeah we we've come we come far we've celebrated it but what's happening here is again we we're talking about the biggest muscle in, in your body the brain is is not having that change it's still seeing you on that same even though you acknowledge that yep yep we come so far here but you've not celebrated it right so it's not it's not acknowledged as oh yeah there's a big win why do we we have these prize givings for children? Why do we have these events for as an adults as well, right? Oh, we're gonna give you this prize for you come. It's to acknowledge and it's, it's to also register in your brain that oh, I have come to a destination, right? I've need to celebrate. I've I've celebrated a destination, uh, and it's just a stop. Uh, my journey is still going. You know, I'm on a track that is gonna stay, and I'm gonna continue. Uh, but I'm at a station now, everybody's resting. I'm going to celebrate, take that walk, whatever helps you to be. If, if you're a spa person, go to the spa and celebrate. But then you know the next day you're going to be back on that train and continue, right? Yeah, for sure. It's, it is so important to rest because you're just, otherwise you're going to burn out everybody, right? There's nobody in the world that's immune to this. So in order along the way, take those breaks, like you're saying, acknowledge yourself but also the rest part is crucial because yeah you can go hard for however long but if you don't stop rest like your body needs the rest repair and just even just a change of environment to like reset refresh re-energize and then you come back stronger and better the next time so yeah i totally agree love this love this what would you recommend uh the the viewers who are watching us live now uh, and the and the listeners who will when this episode will be on on the podcast uh, a bit later on uh to how how can they let's say if they are looking to pivot uh and along the similar journey if they are re relating this with this episode at the moment and they're looking for that pivot 
what would you recommend them to to do right how can they recognize because a lot of people just continue as you know yeah this is this is life right when i i i don't like that term but i hear it a lot you know <laughs> right this, this is life let's let you deal with it right <laughs> yeah yeah so first like mindset <clears throat> the book by carol dweck will right fixed mindset growth mindset but um awareness is the key like if you don't know what's happening or you don't know that it's anything can be different you don't know like you just awareness is a key so introspection like how what did i do today what do i want that's the first one is probably what do i want because you can have anything you want but a lot of people just don't think that they either deserve it or they can get it or whatever it is and so like i think i talk about this with you maybe before where like the past is fine right and people have trauma and stories and whatever and that's cool that's great we need to respect it we need to embrace it we need to integrate it but now what right so wherever you are today in your life you can start right now and make a plan for the future right what do you want what will make you happy not other people not your parents your family what will make you happy what do you want what did you want when you were a kid those kind of things like what made you happy when you were a kid what did you want to do when you grew up until society whipped it out of you right <laughs> I I I love this actually, yeah, and 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 it 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 is it is so true that you know is the awareness is is needed there. Um, if so, it'd be a case of saying you know if you're feeling that there's there's more to life because uh, that's how I was uh, feeling uh, in 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 my corporate world. I'm still in the corporate world, but I am now more aware. And what I have done is, as you said, when my pivotal moment happened. Uh, there was lots of things I was doing already without knowing, right? So, because uh, my spiritual journey and everything, uh, awareness came a bit later. Uh, but there was lots of little, little steps that I had already been doing, which uh, a lot of people, when they actually meet me in person, let's say, would would, would say, you know, why, how come you always have this massive smile on your face, right? They they always see this massive smile on my face. They're like, you know why why are you so happy what was and, and and everybody just like kind of it, it disturbs everybody else i'm like well i don't have no reason to be sad about yeah there are as i said you know there are obstacles there are challenges uh and and those times there were problems as well but i was aware of all all those things but i was aware of it but i wasn't doing anything because again i was just looking in the box i was handed this box and then everything's in that box for you guys. Eh, go on, Zishan. This is the box. It's in there. I'm like, okay, everything's in my box. You know, I'll finish my school. I'll finish my uni. I'll, everything is there. Now I've been given this. Right, let's go out in the world with it. So, but I had a, uh, I, I'm a very playful person, very lighthearted. Uh, I have, I always say to everybody, my threshold for, uh, for getting upset is very high. Somebody has to be very, very bad and mean to me to get me upset, Right. So if somebody just like nudges me or any anything, I'll be like, yeah, okay, you know, it's fine. We we all have our things, so whatever. So never, nothing happened there. But mindset was the what I've realized that it was my mindset that kept that level of uh, awareness around me and excitement and everything. Because I'll find everything exciting, you know. Because uh, you know, my family just goes, oh, the, everything as little as little i'll get excited about it like oh wow you know something is like uh like this neon green glass that i'm holding 
<laughs> when I got when I saw this, I had to buy it. I'm like, oh wow, Neo Geek Pro is gonna it's gonna glow and out in the dark and all that stuff. But it didn't. But <laughs> you know, I was happy about it, so I, I bought it. So it, it's those little little things that count. And what I say is, you if you look after your little little habits and little little things, all the big things in life will look after themselves because it's the little things that count uh, that you are doing to. your your journey from to, from here to work if you're not appreciating that little little things that which are happening yeah there might be some things you might find miserable person that just doesn't want to move and is in your way hey i can go around that person that's not the end of the world for me right but by the time i come to work i might be a little bit tired because i had to take a detour of going around that person or maybe a few times and but that's fine but i'm at work right and and that's what what counted i never let anything get me down uh, and i still don't you know if i'm looking at him like oh okay that's fine you know right. i'm i'm not just for me it's a case of oh yeah it things happening around me does not define me right it's 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 not happening to me there there are things happening around me and i i'm still going ahead okay yeah if it affects me i'll look at it like okay right now i'm aware of it next time this is not going to happen Right. Yeah, you're in England, right? So Shakespeare said it in Hamlet about um a thing is neither good or bad, but thinking makes it so. And it's just like that, right? We attach meaning to things. Like things are just happening. And like the best example I always use is like you're in a car and someone cuts you off. You can either get mad and angry because that person cut you off. That person probably has no idea that they cut you off and that you're angry. you could think oh man i hope that guy's okay or maybe he's on his way to the hospital right and so the same event happened the car cut you off or you could say like oh man i used to be in a hurry like that guy i'm so glad i'm not in a hurry anymore but like the same things happening right and it's just you're attaching a meaning to it so yeah totally agree there's something you said there that a couple synchronicities when you were talking about um taking you across the bridge i was writing about this earlier and also you said something about um that when we when we um when we go through our life and if we if if we just get you don't want to be reacting right like so when you you're saying how it takes you a lot to get angry and so people are angry because they're just reacting to something right instead of taking a second taking a deep breath or whatever it is and like assessing the situation and saying how is this going to affect me in 10 minutes you know what i mean is it going to be right and so these kind of things are it just goes back to like yeah we get to attach the meaning and if the meaning that you like doesn't feel good in your body and you don't like it change it change the meaning cuz you can do that exactly exactly 100% i agree with that uh but you know jp i would like to say thank you very much for for your 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 time today and people who are uh watching this live with us on ig uh and if you just joined recently as well uh the viewers who are watching this live will recommend to watch this full episode there's lots of aha moments uh, that jp has shared uh and and amazing books as well so definitely uh watch this full episode again uh jp uh, i ask this to everybody uh when we are wrapping this up uh what would you like to say to everybody uh as a uh wrap up uh for this episode yeah there's two things for me like your story is your superpower um 
I'm sure it's not like that for everybody, but it is for most. And like, how can you take the worst thing that's happened and make it the best thing? And then the second thing is what we focus on expands kind of wraps up what we've been talking about here for the last while, wherever you want to go, just focus on that area. If you want to, if you want to have a podcast and IG focus on that, if you, whatever it is. And so what we focus on expands and you can start where you are today and create your future by design. And that way you don't have to leave it up to other people. You get to design it right now. Love this. Thank you very much, uh, JP, for, for sharing such amazing words at the end as well. Uh, and I love that, you know, what you focus on expands and it's true hundred uh, percent. What you focus on expands. Uh, we, we will leave it, we leave it to that, you know, otherwise it's, it's a never ending conversation. It's, it will go all there. Now I will say thank you very much, uh, JP, for your time and, and such a great uh, story that you've shared with us as well. Uh, and everybody here, uh, if you had a, you had a spark today by by listening to us and from this episode uh it's now our duty to share this episode with somebody else to create that spark as well and if somebody's just appeared in your mind or, or thought whilst you were listening to this uh i urge you to share this episode with that person uh because if you had a spark it might create a spark in them as well and we don't know who's been you know who's woken up or going to bed thinking of a better day and this, we all need that spark and to start the engine and get the car going. So it might spark and start their engine as well. Uh, so share, share the episode with whoever and whomever you, you're, you're thinking of uh, or tag the person in, in this episode here. Uh, JP, thank you very much for your time. And thank you very much, everybody else. We'll see everybody next Tuesday. Bye-bye.